Welcome to Tournament and a Tea Break. We are within touching distance of the end. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty giddy. I am, of course, Ross Sattel from Britwatch Sports. And my name is René Denfeld from My Tennis. And uh, let's run you through what has been happening today. Uh, day 13, unlucky for some, certainly seem to be unlucky for um, Marco Cecchinato, whose wonderful run came to the, an end at the hands of uh, Dominic Team. I'm, I'm glad that my <laughs> forecast, not my forecast, I'm still sounding like a weatherman, how stupid of me, um, but that my, my, I was hell bent on Team winning this one and he m made it a little bit closer than necessary, particularly in the first set, losing that break advantage and also in the second set tiebreaker, but I think the third, in the third set the, um, the last few matches started catching up with, uh, with, with Marco, so um, yeah, I'm it's it's the result that um, that I expected, yeah. and uh, there was some some good tennis in there. It was um, to me the more entertaining of the two semifinals, um, with lots of drop shots from Cecchinato. Team returning three or four meters behind the baseline. I'm not sure if that's something that he should be keen on uh, doing on Sunday. I'm not. Doubtful, doubtful if that's the right way to go about it, but that's for that's for tomorrow maybe. Um, <laughs> but yes, solid job by team and, and good for him to to get a, a slam final. I think that's mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, it seems about the right in, in the right time. It doesn't seem too soon or too early. Um, after two years of making semifinals here, feel a slam final here at his best by far his best slam makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think it's a natural progression for him. Um, he was he was great in press. Um, cut, you know, we you know you always have um, uh, Rafael Nadal saying, oh, you know, I'm not the favourite, or you know, all these usual tricks of, of deflecting. And um, team came up with a lovely line of, you know, if I'm facing Rafa tomorrow, I'm not the one with pressure, which I thought was kind of sweet. <laughs> which is true. Which is true. I mean, that's what made him play well against Nadal in in Madrid this year and in Rome last year so he, he that I think that's what's the important thing he's the only one who's got a track record of yeah. beating Nadal on clay in the past 24 months and I think for that reason alone it's it's good that he won because um, no no disrespect to Marco Cecchinato but I'm, oh. I'm I, I think a, a Cecchinato victory here and a Nadal victory would have made for a not only bizarre final to have someone who had match-fixing allegations <laughs> levied against him and have that person in the slam final, um, but also in terms of, uh, this would have been a whitewash yeah, white to, to say the very least. So yeah. good on team, um, well, well, well done, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we had high hopes for... Um, <laughs> we had high hopes for Nadal and Juan Martín del Potro, but very early on in that match... Uh, Del Potro tweaked something, uh, didn't look particularly healthy. He had, um, he had some anti-inflammatories and that seemed to help. And in his press conference, he was like happy that he's, uh, he's basically healthy going into the next season. But unfortunately, when he, he, you know, he was the only one that had breakpoint opportunities in that first set. And then in the last game, Nadal broke him. And that seemed to actually physically break him. It reminded me of that time that Murray broke him, you know, and he, he, he sort of stayed bent over, <laughs> over the net for like the longest time. And everybody thought, oh, you've actually physically broken him, broken his little heart. But he was a shadow of himself for the rest of that, for the rest of that match. And it, I, as much as I loved Delpo, I felt that that was a real anticlimax of a semi-final. It was 
completely anticlimactic. I agree. Um, I thought, in to be honest, I never really gave either Del Potro or Nadal or, or uh, Chilich much of a hope in terms of really taking it to Nadal. Maybe even Chilich more so in a weird way. I don't, which I'm not going to elaborate on because if I'm going to start explaining that, we're still going to be here when it's dark. So I don't. <laughs> I would like to avoid that. Um, but yeah, I was. I thought. With the with his when when he when he had the uh, first little groin issue, which I, I'm not sure if it was on the same side this time. It, it looked like mm, it was on the left side. So um, and I'm I've forgotten whether it was the right or the left side going into this tournament that made that that was that was hampered. But it was it was an early warning sign. But I think afterwards with the uh, with the anti-inflammatory, it held, uh, Del Potro held up well and played played a pretty good first set, but didn't capitalize on his chances, uh, came back to bite him quite massively at the end of the first set. Nadal won the first set, and that at that exact moment, I felt it was game over, and I felt like the Potro felt it was game mm-hmm. over as well, because then it was just, it was four, it was four, and then it was six, one, six, two, a complete rout in the second two sets. Um, the people on Chattery were cheering for... Um, for, 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 for Del Potro to for a top five player to get on the board against yeah, the world number one and that's just that's bonkers uh, yeah it's yeah. a shame it's a shame for me this one fell really flat team Chekinata was still was solid enough for, and entertaining enough for the first two sets but overall a, a, a sh- a short day at the office for what's a, a semi-final meant semi-final day mm-hmm. on on the slowest surface matches were done at eight at 620 yeah. And we started at 1 p.m., so that's a, a very quick day. And um, to me, generally, I think that's something that I can say for this entire, for the past week or so, this second week has not felt like a, the, the world's most exciting slam. It's not felt like, to me, there were patches of good play in some matches, but it's never felt like uh, things were really building up to something tremendous or that there were like, I don't know, a day, that there was a day with, three incredible mm. quarterfinals back-to-back on, on Chattery. We didn't have something like that. Didn't help, for example, that uh, that Serena Maria never came yeah. to pass, that Sharapova got routed by Muguruza, and yeah. then... Uh, uh, and then second, Halep routed the se- Muguruza. The, and the second set of Muguruza, Halep was, to me, the best set of tennis we've had in the, in yeah. the, in the semifinals. So, a bit of a, a, bit of a weird week, um, but I think... It's fair to say that we've got relatively high hopes for tomorrow. And yes. that's, that's a tricky one. I think it, this way it gets really tricky. It is. I mean, I've been doing like the usual bits of content that we do. So, you know, the preview, looking at the numbers and the stats to see how they measure up. And they are exceptionally close. Uh, I think this has got make it, actually, all of their previous matches have just been two setters. I think this is going to be an exception to the rule. I think this is going to go three. I am not sure how this is going to go, and I've been thinking about this for a while now, <laughs> for 24 hours. To be fair, that's not a while, but it feels that's like long enough. it feels like a long time. Um, but there, that there's things are almost weirdly stacked against them. Where, like in in theory, Simona should come in as the one who's got more experience at this stage, who has got um, who has had maybe the tougher battles in in, in on uh, at this tournament so far who's played maybe the more impressive match in the semifinals. But on the flip side of the coin, you've got Stevens, who's got a 6-0 and record in finals. Yeah. Halep's lost six of her last seven finals. So um, Stevens is the player 
as I said, like if there's one player who that I felt from the bottom half that is not going to be bothered by an opportunity looming, it's going to be Sloane Stevens. And I'm patting myself on the shoulder here, of course. <laughs> um, and at the end, lo and behold, Stevens made the final. So I think it's really, really close, and it's a coin flip. I'm, it is. I can't call it. I, I can't call it actually. I think if if <coughs> Simona comes out in the same way she did against Muguruza, and I think she's got to come out in the same way she did against Muguruza right at the start, because otherwise she's just going to basically um, find herself very, very quickly behind. I mean, both of them are agile. Both of them have got great movement. Both of them can um, can sort of. Both of them have got good good <coughs> serves, good ground strokes. Maybe I'd give Stevens the edge in being perhaps a bit more of an all-court player than, than Simona. I would give Stevens the edge on serve, maybe. Um, yeah. That's the thing where um, if where Stevens got the better first serve. Um, yeah. But to me, it's a it's a it's a tough one to tell. I'm looking forward to it, but uh, it's also it's it's interesting to see how this one's going to turn out. I mean, I've made no secret of the fact that you know my, my heart vote would go with Simona all the way. I, I don't have a heart. So. Yeah, so he's German. He doesn't have a heart. So, um, so we'll give him Stevens. Um, I actually, as I said, I think my, if I had to, if if you if push came to shove and I had to go one way or two or the other, gut instinct says Stevens by the by fifty point one percent. But that's that's basically yeah. how how much trouble I have in calling this one. And also, if conditions are heavier and if it's wet and if it's damp. Then I give the edge to Stevens. If it's livelier, if it's hotter, then I think uh, that oh. might more play into Halep's cards, yes. So we will be back tomorrow to assess the damage that was done with the women's final um, and look ahead to the men's final. I will be having lots of tea because my voice is still <laughs> going through uh, undulations of being uh, very much under attack. So <laughs> bear with me and my coughs. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We'll let you off. And um, we will see you again tomorrow. You've been listening to Ros Sattar. And Renee Danfield. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.